Greetings and welcome to all listeners near and far to the 11th episode of It's Time for Prayer. I pray that you are well and seeing God answering your prayers as you listen to this podcast and all previous episodes 1 to 10. May you be blessed as we read the Bible scriptures today. May you be encouraged, empowered and share the podcast with others and make a note of the scripture references. Today, in episode 11 of It's Time for Prayer, the topic is called, Who Are You? Oftentimes in the scriptures, we read of certain people who were called by God, and for whatever reason, it could be their age, like Jeremiah, their circumstances, like Gideon, their conversion, like Saul of Tarsus, who became Paul. For whatever the reason, you may find yourself uncertain, fearful of obeying God, who will speak to you to get your attention. God will confirm his will for your life, not man's will, but God's will. You see, if man had their own way, some of us would never fulfill our assignment from God. But today I declare over you, From every corner of the earth, let God's will be done and his kingdom come concerning the call of God in your life. May you be released to be all that God has called you to be. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray today that as we read the scriptures concerning these biblical characters, you will identify and shake off any limitations And go forward knowing that God has chosen you and called you, ordained and sanctified you for his purpose and plan for your life. My question to you today is, who are you? Are you being all what God has called you to be? Not what your neighbours or best friend is called to be or is doing, but who you are called by God to be. I pray today you will manifest and become all that God has called you to be. May God minister to you today and confirm what he has already spoken to you concerning your calling. Amen. For those of you who have not yet heard from God, I pray today something will be birthed in your spirit by the power of the Holy Ghost and you will know who God has called you to be. No more excuses, no more doubting God or self. See yourself through the eyes of the Almighty. See God, you will find him. This is too important for you to miss it. One of the characters who was called by God, chosen by God, was the prophet Jeremiah. We know when Jeremiah was called, he was young. Some writers say he was about 14. Jeremiah was ordained to be a prophet. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, God told Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. 
God knew Jeremiah before he was formed in the womb of his mother, before he was born. The Bible says he was sanctified and ordained. God ordained Jeremiah, a prophet to the nations. Has God been calling you like Jeremiah? You may already be ordained for the purposes of God, which were before the foundations of the earth. Listen to what Jeremiah replied to God in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 6. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. Jeremiah thought he could not speak because he was young, a youth. But the good thing about Jeremiah was that he was already listening, hearing, and speaking in conversation with God. God told Jeremiah not to say he could not speak, because he was young, because of his age. Jeremiah was a youth. May God open your mouth wide and fill it with these words. Amen. In Jeremiah 1, verses 7 to 10, in verse 7 it says, But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. God was affirming Jeremiah. God was telling Jeremiah who he, Jeremiah, was and encouraging him not to fear as he God, the Deliverer, was with him. My dear listener, God is with you. He is the same God yesterday as he is today. Who are you? Who are you, dear listener, in the eyes of God? You may be a young person and you're hearing from God and you're feeling anxious, uncertain of what to do or say like Jeremiah was. Because God has sent you on a great assignment. It could be a small assignment to the nations, to few people, to one person. In fact, God has many great assignments in various places waiting for some of you. Wherever God sends you, obey him. Let no one distract you or put you off course. God must come first. Some of you listening may be older and have known for many years, perhaps as a child by God, who you are called to be, but you have not fulfilled your call. You may be thinking, I'm too old, but I'm here to encourage you today. That man, that woman, grandma, granddad, listening, obey God's voice today. Listen and obey his instruction. May God send you a mentor, someone who God will use to usher you to your next level. 
Go to Jeremiah not to look at their faces, because God knew what Jeremiah would see. It's amazing what you see in people's faces, especially when you're doing the will of God. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 7, God says to Jeremiah, Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you. In verse 9 we read, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Amen. What has God called you to do? Who are you? Jeremiah was called to be a prophet to nations. I pray today you will be released into your office. Whatever God has called you to do or become, do not fear. God, the Almighty God, the God who spoke to Jeremiah, is speaking to you today by his word, by the Holy Ghost, by this vessel. Your name is written on the assignment on that call, on that instruction. In Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, God says, For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. May you walk in the thoughts and the plans of God if you have not yet been walking in them. May you know them and pursue them and fulfill them. Amen. Jesus said in Mark ten twenty seven to the disciples, With men it is impossible, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. With men it is impossible, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. I come to declare to you today, you shall fulfill your calling. May your eyes be opened. May your spirit man receive and may you walk in all God created you to be. Oh yes, God created us. For those of you who do not believe there is a creator, the Bible says in John 1 verse 3 and 10, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. So bang to Big Bang Theory. We have a creator. Now, let's look at the call of the Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul was used mightily by God after his conversion and encounter with God. He later suffered much persecution himself. As we know, he, Paul, then called Saul, persecuted the church of the Christian believers. But just like you and I, God had a plan for Paul called Saul before his name was changed. Even though it was not apparent initially due to his zealous antichrist behaviour, in Acts nine ten to seventeen 
It reads, And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas, for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth, and have seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in, and putting his hand on him, that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he has done to the saints in Jerusalem. And here he have authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house, and putting his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, hath sent me, that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. God's thoughts and plans about you are far greater than how others may see you. God will make it known even in a vision or dream concerning who you are. Apostle Paul did not fit the status quo of being a Christian used of God. Your heart may be far from or hardened to the things of God right now, but I've got news for you. You're a candidate for God's choice. Not man's choice, but God's choice. You see, man's choice can sometimes be partial, influenced by various factors based on friendships, maybe looks or gifts, social status, positions, money. All these things can influence choice in the eyes of man. But thank God he sees us not as man sees, but through the eyes of a creator, handpicked, selected by God. How awesome that we are chosen by God himself. Don't be like the Apostle Paul in ignorance trying to stop the will and purposes of God, dear listener. Your efforts will fail. So don't waste your time. Don't be an agent of Satan. Amen. Yes, that's good advice. Instead, let God use you. Keep your eyes on Jesus and be obedient to his call and his instructions. The great Apostle Paul who was used mightily to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, was a great example of how God can use a nobody, somebody that had a bad reputation. God can turn it around 360 degrees. He was filled with the power of God. He was a teacher a mentor to others 
to other believers, some younger, people like Timothy, Titus and John Mark and other disciples. Apostle Paul stood boldly before great men and women and declared the gospel unashamedly. Amen. You're in the making, dear listener. You're God's choice. Who are you? Apostle Paul knew his purpose after his Damascus Road experience and declared this about himself. In Titus 1 verses 1 to 3, It reads, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth which is after godliness in hope of eternal life which God that cannot lie promised before the world began but have in due times manifested his word through preaching which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God, our Saviour. Amen. May you know and fulfil your calling today, like Apostle Paul. Another character who was chosen by God was King David. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, King David was the unlikely choice when God sent Samuel, the prophet, to anoint one of Jesse's sons to be king. The kingship was taken from Saul, from King Saul, because of his disobedience to God. King David, however, was God's choice and not any of his brothers. Even the prophet Samuel was choosing from a place of a person's looks. But David was called for by God. Can you imagine David the shepherd boy becoming king? Can you imagine becoming a crown king or queen? It may seem unlikely, but that's how unlikely it was for those people of God. They did not expect to be chosen for greatness. Let's read how Samuel the prophet was instructed by God after failing to choose the right son of Jesse. We read in 1 Samuel chapter 16, 6-7 And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab, David's brother, and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man see. For man look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. May your heart be chosen by God, like David, a man after God's own heart. Now let's look at Gideon. In the case of Gideon, he was God's chosen to deliver Israel from the Midianites. Gideon never saw himself as being a mighty man of valour. He saw himself and his family as poor and being the least in his family. And although his reality may have been true, God saw him as a deliverer. 
the angel of the Lord who appeared to Gideon called him the mighty man of valor. Gideon was God's choice to deliver Israel from the Midianites. Let's read Judges 6 verses 12 and 14 to 16. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, Gideon speaking, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. You see, dear listener, as long as God is with you, mission accomplished. Some of you are like Gideon. You believe in God, and some of you are seeking God. That's why you're listening. And God has been calling you, speaking to you about something he wants you to do. Something that will bring deliverance to your family, in your neighbourhood, in your workplace, in your church, to the nations. How do you see yourself, dear listeners? Do you believe that God is with you? Or are you doubting God and finding excuses like Gideon? How do you see yourself? Are you looking at your family circumstances, your income the past situations, bad situations, poor reputations that you may have had. Fix your eyes on Jesus and stop making excuses. Let's listen to Gideon as he spoke to the angel of the Lord in Judges 6.13. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Today, acknowledge who you are and stop finding excuses like Gideon. You don't need the approval of man because, dear listener, it may never happen through them. And if you're not chosen by God, you will not be anointed to do the assignment. Man can't anoint you. The anointing comes directly from God and through a man. We need God Almighty to choose us and to be approved by God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, May your people be obedient to the call and purposes of God for their lives. I remove self-doubt and all hindering forces, negative voices, evil prayers, satanic gatherings, lies and evil activities against their call. I destroy that stronghold today. I break powers of darkness today. I declare they will become all that you, almighty God, has ordained for them to become. The gates of hell will not prevail against your chosen ones. Listening to me today.
to everyone you have chosen, ordained and sanctified, may they see themselves as you see them. May them see themselves as mighty men and women of valour, that they may know and fulfil their purpose in their lifetime, in honour of you, like the great patriarchs of old. As you were with them, the patriarchs of old, so be with us. Forgive us if we doubt or are feeling unsure and trusting and watching people's faces and not listening or looking solely unto you by trusting you wholeheartedly. Today I declare all things will be removed. Remove those things that try to hinder us from fulfilling our calling. May they bow before you now, in Jesus' name. Dear listener, may you know who you are in Christ and may you be the chosen one. Remember Colossians 3.17 And whatsoever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Amen.